How amazing is it that we are exactly where we're meant to be in this very moment? Each and every one of us, it's a beautiful thing. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beyond Coincidence. My name is Taylor. I'll be your guide throughout this journey. Now, this particular episode is a divinely guided live stream with myself and Jay Chase, host of Don't Touch My Mindset podcast. So you're not going to want to miss it. Hope you enjoyed this episode and many more to come. Sending all my love and light. What Taylor said? What did Taylor get? There he is. What up, what up? Nothing, brother. I just wanted to check in with you. I'm here. Uh, it's been it's been a beautiful day, really. It's been a beautiful week. It's been a beautiful month. I know it was just the other day I, I shared that I spent the majority of the day in meditation. And apparently I found myself in a, another state of meditation for like multiple hours uh, this evening. So thank you. And yeah, it's grateful to be here. I'm glad that I got to hear your voice. I'm glad you were able to do some of that, dropping that meditation and get that mind right, get that body right, whatever you need to do. I'm happy for you, brother. I'm, yeah. glad, you're, I'm glad you're feeling good. Yeah, it was, it's, it's necessary. I mean, you know, what I'm finding is that the importance of day-to-day -day maintenance versus me checking out for 30 days, you know what I mean? The last thing that any of us need is for me to go into another state of hibernation or uh, hiding. Therefore, yeah, I just believe it's uh, so important to really manage one's energetics throughout the day. Like, honestly, like moment to moment, even if you need to schedule it, schedule it. And yeah, you know, we say, you know, spend your time wisely, but as I always say, more important than time management is energy allocation. So just really, as you guys just mentioned, you know, get your mind right, but more importantly, feel into it with your body. And yeah, that's where I'm at. So I'm just, I'm really grateful. You know, I have been finding myself in this constant state of meditate, but I've also been making a conscious effort to actually like pray more as well, not just receive, mm -hmm. but also uh, spoken word prayer. And it's been like really special. You know, we all talk about journaling and, you know, positive affirmations. We all talk about prayer as if it's um, hacked to, uh, you know, manifestation. Uh, the law of attraction is being used and abused right now. It's more than that, really prayer of gratitude and a prayer of thanks more than a prayer of want, need, or desire. I believe that that's where it's at. That's where true peace and harmony can be found. And uh, that's my frequency in this very moment. So thank you. If you break down the Lord's Prayer, it's thanks, gratitude, and then ask for the help. If you break down the Lord's Prayer, I, I, spend, I spend 15 minutes at least in prayer before I do anything like, every morning. Every morning. And then I journal my prayers. Right? And that same structure. And the exact same structure. I mean, I, I, I work best beyond the regimen. And again, I accept everything you say. What I'm saying is this, is that 
you know, we talk about rituals and routines and, you know, there's importance behind that and repetition, but I find that my mind wanders in repetition. I find that I get burnt out sometimes with repetition. I find that in the mundane, I hit plateaus. So I feel that changing things up really works best for me, whether that be changing the order of a routine, whether that be changing time of day of a routine, you know, I'll, I'll flip my mornings and nights. I mean, obviously, you know, leading with gratitude, but yeah, I feel that when I try to like cram things into a, a box, like I feel very restricted and I like limit my creativity and imagination. Like we talk about, yeah, I am just again in this state of receivership, the state of like listening, the state of stillness is everything. I don't know if you guys have like read or listened to one of the only say authors or influencers, really like enlightened intellectuals that I follow, you know, Eckhart Tolle, Stillness Speaks is everything to me. I'm not one to recommend books. I'm one to tear apart books, but that's one that's like, um, it's really everything to me. It's, it's a meditation within itself. And yeah, I feel that to a certain degree, I, I feel that like when I, when I like stand behind and really reinforce and anchor in heaven on earth. Like, I feel like the more and more and more I lean into, you know, what I feel is heaven on earth available to us now, I feel that it's inevitable to recognize the further divide or polarity or duality that so many people are allowing to happen. And again, I don't want to project any negativity onto anyone, but to observe just the kind of expanded elevation can be a really beautiful thing. So, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Hopefully that came through. No, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. So thank you for sharing that. And I love, I love what you said about routines because it can get that, it can get that hard for me. And I, I anchor myself where it would be really hard on my mental. And um, I don't know, I'm going to share this with you, but um, I'd say it comes down to two things. The pain of discipline or the pain of failure. That's it. And, which one hurts more when it comes to doing the routines, when it comes to doing this and does that for me, I have to stay focused and, and maybe, and, and it's definitely the way that I was conditioned through the circumstances in my life that I've experienced, you know, but it's the pain of discipline over the pain of failure and whether how I do those, those are non-negotiables that I have to do, whether that's prayer, journaling, reading, you know, tapping in with the imagination, being able to create and code coexist with ego and imagination and understand where where i've been and where i'm going so that i really helped him i really like what you said about that routine the only book that i recommend is the four agreements and that is to literally transform your life from an operating level an operating level of being impeccable with your word coming without sin you know of not taking anything personally literally the answer to everything don't make assumptions the answer to everything, ask the questions, and then always do your best. You can't judge yourself when you know you left everything on the table. And so it requires every inch of that inner critic for me, except for days like this, when I, when I didn't manage my expectations correctly, and I let that get to me and bring up old things that I was living in. 
So yeah, I turned to prayer. I turned to the feminine of the play and reaching out and all, all of that. So yeah, that that speaks to me. It really does. No, I, I appreciate that, and you know, I appreciate you always holding space for me. Like I say, online or offline, you know, really, there's power in community. There's power in connection. As I've been saying all week, really for the past ten days, all month, is that connection with life. Life is connection. Isolation is death, and there's no need for it. There really is nothing to another. You realize that there's someone here on earth, on the planet who, whether in this particular time of place and space, at some point within their human experience, they have felt, thought, the same thoughts, feelings, and emotions that we have experienced in some way, shape, or form, obviously in a different setting. But it's important to realize that we are all interconnected. We are all one. And with the collective energy at an all-time high, as it should be, I'll repeat that, with the collective energy at an all-time high, as it should be. I think it's important to not resist it, but when you have the energy, when you have the capacity to actually lean into it, ask the question, number one, is it serving me, is it not? Don't get caught up on the source of energy, whether it's generated within you or within someone else. Don't, don't get caught up in whether it's a projection or reflection and simply accept all is interesting. I believe that when we can lean into the all-time high frequency of the collective energy, we can transcend the ways of the old world. Together, we can overcome those heavier, more dense, lower vibrational frequencies that have really kept us back and held us down for so long, personally, individually, and as a whole, as a unit, as interconnected oneness is all there really is. So yeah, I'm just grateful. Like, I'm just grateful to have the awareness you know, I used to think it was a curse, but it truly is a blessing to be able to reach up into the clouds and, you know, identify, process, verbalize, articulate, honestly, what so many people have thought their entire lives, have felt their entire lives without having the gift of tongue to bring it through. So I thank God for my gifts and I'm just grateful for all of you. Absolutely. What does that look like to you? What does leaning into the collective energy look like? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What is, what is to you? How do you do that? Because I know, I know how I do that. I mean, I, meditation and prayer. That's the only reality I know, meditation and prayer. That's I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's actually, yes. You know, I, I know I opened the conversation with guys I've been in the state of meditate, you know, and it's beyond meditation, just listening in stillness and receiving, but actual spoken word prayer. And I love what you said about that, Jay, like journaling after you pray or vice versa, journal and then speak out loud and pray. The power of the spoken word is everything. But yeah, when I say lean into the collective energy, it's actually, it would be either after, before, separate from that individual work. So the individual work being the meditation, being the stillness, being the quiet, being the prayer, but leaning into the collective energy being exactly what we do every day, the community. and. That's full circle what I opened with saying that like, man, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm trying, or I'm not gonna say I'm doing it. Like I am, I am managing my energetics so much more clearly. I'm fine tuning day to day. So I don't run into a January situation where, you know, I felt like I had to go into hibernation, which turned into hiding. So how do you lean into the collective energy? Well, you just show up. That's what I've been really posting about all week. Showing up is the first thing. Second thing is being you. Just be you. That way you can inevitably magnetize those souls who God 
intended for us to be aligned with your own unique soul blueprint vibrational frequency will resonate with those who are meant to receive in that particular time and place and space and if you don't show up well they're not going to receive and if you're not yourself your resonance is going to lessen therefore that's how you lean in by giving by being in community but by having that heightened sense of conscious awareness to know when to share, know when to listen, know when to give, know when to receive. Don't overthink it simultaneously and always lead with love. Because when we lead with love, when we remain fueled by passion and maintaining that pure intention, you know, we can do no wrong. So I think that's really important to come from a place of non-judgment, not only of others, but of ourselves. Yeah. I love that, Taylor. That hits me in a lot of, lot of, lot of ways that I'm probably going to have to deal with after this. <laughs> but where does unconditional forgiveness come in for you? What is unconditional forgiveness to you? Yeah, man, that's that's a really, really good topic. So first and foremost, like forgiveness is only complete until after the release, right? I feel like so many of us can walk around like, you know, we can have that exchange, whether with ourselves or others and say, I'm sorry, okay, I forgive you. But if we walk around carrying that baggage of yesterday, well, it's gonna be pretty freaking heavy and it's not gonna serve you in this moment. So yeah, forgiveness is only complete until after the release, the letting go. And how can we achieve that? Through surrender to the present moment, first and foremost, trusting that all is working out exactly as it should to the highest order, to the highest good for the betterment of our interconnected global society. So trust is huge, but um, yeah, forgiveness starts with release, with letting go, with acceptance, with surrender, and that trust and faith that the present moment is divinely orchestrated for all souls and human beings to be positioned exactly where we're meant to be. Yeah, so just everything we always talk about. I know that, you know, I could run 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions, but it just so happens to be that every topic that we discuss connected and overlapping and therefore it's important that we touch on all of it simultaneously because you can't have one without the other and just really the balance of it all i believe that you know in forgiveness it's really honoring the self more than anything because so many of us can have different opinions on the exact same event the exact same situation the exact same object we can all perceive it through a different lens or a different angle and take offense to it so I think it's important to, as you said, with the four agreements, to be impeccable with your word, but also not take things personally. That's something that, like, me being the oldest of seven for so long, like, I had so much on my shoulders and still do. But I took everything so personally. Everything had to be perfect. And I still have that in my heightened awareness to notice when I am slipping into that irrational sense of perfection that's really just based in a rational sense of control, which ultimately is fear-based due to not only external validation, because that's never been my thing, but internal self-doubt that's generated from comparison of my past performance. Therefore, really acceptance of all, judgment of none, and trust and faith in what will be is meant to be. Yeah, hopefully that came through. I don't even know, I've never said that. Well, it, it all came through. It all landed very well. You know, that's that's why we vibe, brother. And I've never thrown the unconditional part in front of forgiveness. And it, it really makes you think. Uh, 
Yeah, that was good. That was real good. I was yeah. like, dang, dang, yeah. As I was sitting here digging, trying to forgive myself, I was like, I have to have unconditional forgiveness to have unconditional love for myself. Yeah, so it, yeah. It, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> chills, chills, chills. Literally, literally chills. I need, I need to hear that. You know, this is something I talk about a lot. This is contrary to popular opinion and belief. A lot of people have convinced themselves that we can only experience like one vibrational frequency at a time. And that's like the furthest from the truth because we can experience love while still experiencing shame. We can experience grief while still experiencing joy. That's what people don't understand. Oh, God, chills. Whoa. Um, that's what people don't understand. And I, I just encourage each and every one of you, as I encourage myself every day, to be gentle with yourself, be patient with yourself, and understand that, like, if you're going through a loss or grieving a loved one or going through a breakup or, you know, feel shameful or regret over a past decision, choice, or perceived mistake, understand that, number one, it's only a mistake if you continue that behavior and you don't take a lesson from it and apply it to today. Uh, but number two, that you can welcome, lean into, and experience those lower vibrational frequencies while simultaneously transmuting and alchemizing and transcending and rising above through the simultaneous feeling and embodiment of love, of compassion, of grace, of understanding, of peace, ease, joy, through unconditional forgiveness of self and others. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that came through. Um, I've never, I've never, I've, I, we're, brother, we're I can't, I can't, tur I, can't I can't turn this off. And I'm just very, very grateful. I'm very, very grateful. When I close my eyes, I still see the sun. And like, I don't fear anything, but that's one thing in the, in the flesh that I do fear. I hope this never turns off. I, I pray every single day that I stay connected. I pray I stay connected. Uh, I've never experienced something that is so pure and so light and so joyous. I pray I stay connected. Because uh, before, the amount of darkness I lived in, oh my God. That's, that's something I want to talk about. So I'm so glad you, you said it and kind of opened that door as well. I think it's important as divine servant leaders that we are, that you are, uh, especially our trio, you, you, myself, and Shane. And again, that's not excluding anyone. I know everyone on here is a divine servant leader within your own right. So like, I see all of you. I love all of you. Let me like reiterate that even further. Everyone is born into this world as a pure channel of God, a direct extension of the divine. Therefore, you are a leader in your own right. We inevitably influence people each and every day, whether you realize it or not. Therefore, own it. Own it. I'll say it again. Own it. And yeah, I think it's really important that as divine servant leaders that show up and expose ourselves every day, that it's important that we show the strength behind the power of belief, the power of change, the power of transformation. And while yes, show up uh, real, raw, authentic, vulnerable. I believe that vulnerable is the new black and that it needs to be really put in check of not turning into the other V, victimhood. I believe that vulnerability is so quickly turned into victimhood for the likes, the hearts, the comments, the shares, and the inauthentic support from the coaching community looking to make another buck. 
I'm here in at Mother F and Temple's overthrowing tables in this very moment because I don't give a F about the system or about what anyone else is trying to do. What I'm trying to tell you is this. We must uphold the truth. Honestly, the word of God, I say the word of God, this unconditional love, God frequency, and maintain our authority in the space, period, point blank. It's lighting a fire under me because... Yes, it's important to be vulnerable. Yes, it's important to be open. But authenticity does not require constant trauma dumping vulnerability. I'll say that again. True authenticity does not require constant trauma dumping vulnerability. And while, yes, it's important to process, while, yes, it's important to share, I also believe that that's what sacred containers are for. There's a difference between like a coaching space and a healing space. There's a difference between a one-on-one and a group setting for a reason. And I just think it's really important to err. At the end of the day, like, what are we all gonna do? Coach each other to the grave? And at the end of the day, like, who cares about any type of like letters or certificates? You can't take that paper with you either. So I just, I don't know. I do know. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Again, I'm not here to, to judge, but I am here to speak my truth. And I encourage you all to do the same. Bro, that shit's so fired. That shit's so fired because I think you're absolutely right. As in, I can show up and be vulnerable, but I'm done standing in victim mode. Yeah, I'm done with it. That's what I've processed. That's what I've been through. I understand that. And what got me here is not going to get me there. And we need to show up as where we're going. Uh, we don't need to show up in where, we, where we've been. We don't need to show up in, in the, the steps of how we got here. We all got here. We are all right here, right now, understand on our own journey, collectively right here, right now. So where are we going? That's where the pivot needs to be made. Does that come from big tour? Does that come from kicking the crutch out from under us? Does that come from coming together in that sacred place, in that sacred community, letting us build each other's strength there? And then we go out into the world and lead with love and generosity. You know what I mean? We work on ourselves in that sacred space, honoring the word of God, that, that love frequency. Yeah, it's, yeah, look, you, now you done got me fired up. You know how this is. <laughs> Bro, it's past my bedtime, and this is amazing. I have chills. Like, yes, 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 yes. It's, you know, we talk about, we talk about love. We talk about reclaiming your divine sovereignty. Like, you can't reclaim your divine sovereignty if you're stuck in the shadows. And I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm serious. Again, shadow work's important. Yes, like, digging deep's important, but, like, the repetition of, the, that trauma dumping vulnerability is unhealthy. It's exactly what I stand against. When I say, how long do you wanna stay stuck? How long do you wanna perpetuate these trauma cycles? And furthermore, yes, yes, vulnerability is important. So let me clarify once again, yes, vulnerability is important, but in showing up in a vulnerable state on a consistent basis, we consciously and subconsciously model the behavior for victims to get stuck in an even deeper state of depression, anxiety, and victimhood. It literally keeps people stuck and it's the exact opposite of liberation and freedom. You, 
It is the exact opposite of liberation and freedom. When you go see a therapist, they take you backwards to see what happened and why you did this, why this happened, why you were like that. When you go see a coach, you're supposed to move you forward. When you go see somebody who's going, you know, we move forward. We don't, we don't go back. We move forward. Anytime that somebody comes to me and says, Jay, I'm stuck. Cool. Why are you stuck or how do we get unstuck? Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not your therapist. I'm not somebody who's going to tell you, go figure out why you're this way. You do that work within yourself. Nobody else can do that for you. Yeah, they can pull it out of you, but you're still doing the work and you have to do that yourself. And you got to do that before showing up. Me showing up here tonight, fuck, I was pissed off on these expectations I had, but I didn't stay there. Work through it. Make that pivot. Adjusted where I was operating from and now I'm here. And now I'm like, okay, I'm good now. Not that I'm good and I've, I've released all expectations. I've released that for now. I've released the judgments for now. Now my head's back on straight and I'm not going to go dive deep into... Why did I get so pissed off about these expectations? Because I've done that work. Yeah. The whole purpose of this is to unlearn so that we can rewire, reprogram our mind, therefore dropping from our head to our heart. We can recondition our heart a step further through repetition of what we do day in and day out on the inner work as an individual, but also in community as a collective through repetition we must step into progression. We must embrace the fact that through repetition, we are gifted with the tools and the muscle memory to limit the linger when future triggers arise. So much so that future triggers will dissolve, dissipate, and eventually become unnoticeable because that exact same situation, person, or event will completely fall below your sense of awareness because you will be flying so high. That being said, how can we help others limit the linger and quicker jump, stop, and pivot, to use your word? I told you it's coming through, right? Yo, and it's coming through fucking crystal clear. Awareness? But what's after, what's after awareness? Action, acceleration, automation. Then repeat, awareness, action, acceleration, automation. It's a cycle, a process to unlearn, to relearn, to learn how to lead by example. Yes, 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 yes. Embrace yourself. Embrace yourself for the shit that you've been through. Embrace yourself for the fires and trials that you've walked through. Be proud of yourself. Don't go back mm -hmm. there. Yes. Don't go back there. Mm, Allie, I love you. I love what she said, you know, just reinforcing, uh, unlearn, relearn, lead by example and embrace your magnetism, amplify your magnetism, I love to say. Uh, Clayton, beautiful consistency. I love that. That's you know, that's, that's, I, I love what he just said. And I'm glad he brought that up because, you know, and this, I've got chills on this too, because Jay, I think, not I think, I know you and I balance each other so well on this. You know, you, you bring up the importance of discipline. I like to counter that with the importance of consistency and together that is a beautiful marriage of divine masculine discipline structure in conjunction with divine feminine consistency flow. And it's a beautiful epic thing, man. That's what's up. That's how to live life. That's the recipe for success. That is the recipe for peace, happiness, prosperity, joy, freedom here and now, not tomorrow. And that's what's up. So thank you Clayton for bringing that through. That was beautiful. Oh, Lord. Remember you called me when I was in Chicago? I was with Clayton. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go, man. man, that was a powerful weekend for everybody. So, Clayton, we're with you, man. Love you, brother. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be interconnected with all of you. And, like, 
I just encourage each and every one of you to lean in. I mentioned it before, lean into the collective energy. Be mindful, have that heightened sense of conscious awareness, unplug when you need to, disconnect to reconnect. You know, don't worry about where the energy is coming from, but just better identify what is serving you and release all that is not. When we can look at other human beings as other selves, other souls, other extensions of God, other yous, I believe that we can immediately embody more compassion, more empathy, more unconditional love for our brothers and sisters and realizing that we are more alike than different. Yes, let's celebrate our beautiful, unique individualism, but let's really come together and actually embody unity consciousness, oneness, Christ consciousness, and understand that there is no separation. The thing is, on March 16, 2020, the veil was dropped, and all of us are just now realizing that the illusions of separation are being dissolved before our, our eyes. So rather than resist the old model that's already broken, let's like really welcome in the new and anchor in unconditional love together. A hundred percent. And you know, it's so funny that you brought up March 16, 2020. I was literally thinking about this today. I was like, how can we not have enough compassion and grace for ourselves to distance ourselves from things that no longer serve us? But we can distance ourselves from people, from hearts, from the collective. We can distance ourselves, but we find it hard to distance ourselves from things that no longer serve us, from people that no longer serve us. You know, it's, it's, it's so frustrating that people would rather cling on to old beliefs and old things that no longer serve them than elevate with others who are doing the exact same thing within community, within the collective energy. I was just rising together and being that much stronger together, bro. I feel that so many levels. It's also the perpetuated trauma cycles that inevitably penetrate others' psyches. Like, understand that every time you listen, the collective is addicted to the repetition of the exact same vulnerable shares. I'll say that again. The collective is addicted to the cycle of vulnerability that keeps all of us stuck. At what point are we, and I'll speak up and raise my hand, I'll be the first one to break the cycle every effing time. I will be the first one to break the cycle every effing time. I'm not here to perpetuate the same vulnerable share from a victim state of being, period, point blank. Therefore, hmm, if you want to be well, be well, right? Healing begins with the belief of wellness. Transformation begins with the belief of change. Salvation begins with hope for yourself and others and extending that compassion and grace anchored in unconditional love and full acceptance without exception every single effing time. So why do we complicate this thing we call life when I just gave you the ingredients, the recipe, and the whole mother effing feast. This is Taylor, I'm always complete, I'm going to bed. Bruh, I'm telling you, I'm right there. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's real though. That shit's real. What is hindering versus what is serving you both? Let's be real, tell the people, listen. 
before we go to bed, because you know me, I, I got to be up in about four hours. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you, you get up before me. What is serving me? Community, love, my twin boys, the positive feedback. I'd be lying. My ego would be lying if I were to say, you know, that doesn't fuel my fire. Absolutely, the positive feedback. But also those who I work with on a, you know, one-on-one -on -one basis. And I don't heal them, but I hold space to facilitate the healing. What also inspires me is God and the God frequency through me. Because when I do take off my ego mask, get out of my own way, I allow God, God frequency, which is unconditional love, to channel through in ways that I did not even know existed. So I'm a student of, of this game of life, and I'm learning each and every day and uncovering and rediscovering not only new layers of healing for myself and for others, but also new levels of unconditional love when I thought I was already there, right? It's typically when you think you're there, or typically those times where least expected is when you're hit with a good old dose of healing and or simultaneously a beautiful new layer or level of unconditional love that just goes beyond the spoken word or any type of explanation. So yeah, that's what fuels my fire to answer your question. That's what serves me. And this game of life would be boring and incomplete without each and every flavor of love, without each and every ingredient. Therefore, community fuels my fire. But in that community, it's very important to maintain that heightened sense of conscious awareness, to fine tune your own personal energetics, to disconnect, to reconnect, to unplug when necessary. And that right there is really answering both of your questions because what hinders me is when I do, I'm human, I'm human, I am human, don't always like to be. What hinders me is those moments where I do fail to maintain balance. I do fail to fine tune my own personal energetics. And that's why, again, in January, I literally took the month off uh, for a month of hibernation. Therefore, I think it's, not I think, I know it's vitally important. I say vital because it is vital to human life and sustainability to keep a good pulse, check on your internal energetics before you do dive in the deep end of this <laughs> high vibe collective energy. You've got to really fine tune the temperature of your own pool before you dive in the pool of the collective. Yeah, Taylor, always complete. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. Love you all. Love you, brother. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Grateful for you all. Just wake up in gratitude. Look in the mirror. Remind yourself your mother effing miracle. Find that confidence. Find that courage. Show up. Just make one connection a day. You don't have to show up on a live. You don't have to record. You don't have to do any of that. You don't even have to post. Just make one connection online or offline or both and let another human being know that you are there, that they are seen, that they are heard, that you love them unconditionally, whether it be a family member, an old connection, a new connection, a neighbor or a stranger for that matter. Just love one person a day. Helping one person a day, anchored in unconditional love, leading with gratitude is a job well done. I love you all. I love you all because I am love, as are you. Mm. This, this is the last thing I'll say. It's, it's, and you know, Jay, I know you and I, you know, we, we, we're in here, we're doing the work, we're, we're walking through fire every day and we're helping others walk through the fire as well. So please do like reach out anytime, Jay, myself, both of us, we're here to support. What I'll say this, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. We're all like toddlers when our blankie or our bottle or our toy is taken away, we're gonna throw a freaking fit. Therefore, an uh, easier way to like tangibly practice the art of forgiveness, the art of letting go, the art of surrender, the art of release, 
is by replacing that which you release with something else. And that's not always the long-term solution, but as you take baby steps in your own journey, replace what no longer serves you with maybe a, a best practice that does. So a simple like adjustment, a simple replacement, because when we just cold turkey things, we will inevitably feel this void, which by the way is imaginary and completely made up in our mind, but we've been conditioned to believe there's some type of void that we have to fill for whatever reason, because they do Valentine's Day and all these other made up holidays. And they've convinced us that divine union is outside of us when truly it's inside of us. All answers lie within, all the love is within. It's not some third party entity or the human being to chase or obtain. We own nothing, we're connected to all attached to none. But what I'm trying to say is this, to keep everything full circle and the topic of the conversation primarily focused around forgiveness. Forgiveness is only complete until after the release. And how can you easier release, replace? And I'm not saying go replace, you know, a loved one or, or a human being. What I'm saying is just these little baby steps, replace maybe a bad habit with a good one, right? Replace an old way of thinking with new affirmations, new journaling, just a different way to fill that time and then quickly realize life goes beyond the man-made parameters of time and space and it's truly about energy allocation we all know where attention goes energy flows but take it a step further that which we give energy to will certainly manifest multiply amplify and spread whether we are consciously subconsciously or unconsciously manifesting it's all happening so understand that which you think repeatedly transforms your beliefs which you speak into existence and ultimately act out influencing others in a positive or negative way. So be mindful, but don't get caught in thought either. Stay in your heart, love one another, love yourself. It's all good. You're a miracle, as am I. I am love, as are you. Sleep well. Good night, everyone. Thanks again for tuning into another episode of Beyond Coincidence. If today's channel messages resonated with you, feel free to leave a review. And be sure to check out the show notes below for additional details and information on how to work with me directly. Look forward to reconnecting with you soon. Sending all my love and light.